welcome to this new episode of Value Nigeria with Ajibola, where we learn the principles of value investing and apply them to our personal investing practice, with particular emphasis on the Nigerian stock market. Last week, we discussed our sell discipline in response to a great question from one of our listeners. It was indeed an episode I thoroughly enjoyed, as selling one's equity is oftentimes a battle between one's mind, in other words emotions, and one's head, which is knowledge. The emotions of fear and greed are not alien to value investors. They feel them too. They are however able to act in spite of those emotions because of the knowledge they have, their innate temperament, and the things they have experienced in the past. This week, we'll be discussing some reasons that I personally feel are not the best for selling one's stocks. As we all have various schools of thought in investing, not everyone will agree with everything I will say. But if you are passionate about value investing, I'll certainly advise that you do not sell your stocks for any of the following reasons. Number one, people think to themselves that, well, the stock has gone up in price since I bought it. I need to take my profit off the table. This is one of the most common reasons I see people selling their stocks, especially even their winners. If you are a trader or a speculator, then I will understand if you sell for this reason. A value investor, on the other hand, should not be drawn into this trap. Stocks go up in price for various reasons, which can range from sentiments to sustainable improvements in the fundamentals of the underlying business. If the recent price increase is based on sentiments, then by all means, traders can and will sell as such price moves are not sustainable in the long term. Value investors, on the other hand, do not buy companies based on sentiments, but on the fundamentals of the company. If the upward movement in price is driven by fundamentals, just sit back and enjoy the ride. The question you need to ask yourself is this. Has the price gone up egregiously in relation to the underlying value? If the answer is no, then do nothing. But if the answer is yes, then you can reassess the situation and consider selling. The second wrong reason why people sell will be for the need to rebalance their portfolio especially when one company has become a very large portion of it. Portfolio rebalancing is a strategy where some investors do not allow one particular company to grow larger than a certain percentage of their entire portfolio. On the surface, it sounds like a good risk-mitigating strategy as it prevents you from being overly exposed to one particular company. If we dig deeper, It just means that you are having to sell a part of your winners just because they have won big. It's like punishing a child for doing well academically. On selling a portion of such companies, one then faces the new challenge of where to deploy that now free capital. Oftentimes, that capital is deployed to other ideas in which we have a lesser amount of conviction than our original winners. Peter Lynch, a famous money manager, describes this strategy as cutting one's flowers while watering the weeds. Do not punish your compounders just because they have done their jobs. That's why we bought them in the first place. Astute investors are not afraid of letting some individual companies form a large portion of their holdings. The latest annual report released by Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, 
shows about 70% of their entire portfolio is held in only four companies. Do not interrupt your compounders. Learn to leave them alone. The third reason why people sell their companies prematurely is especially when they need some urgent cash. Now this is another common reason why people sell their assets. While I acknowledge that the vicissitudes of life are very inevitable and unpredictable, I believe having a plan in place for this safeguards us against needing to sell our assets prematurely. Personally, I advocate that prior to commencing the journey of investing, one needs to have his or her personal finances in order. One must have an emergency fund that should be large enough to cover at least 3 to 6 months of your average monthly expenses. This emergency fund should be invested in very liquid assets like money market instruments that can be converted to cash with short notice should one need to meet an unplanned expense. Having an emergency fund such as this will greatly reduce the likelihood of you needing to sell your assets when the vicissitudes of life comes calling. The fourth wrong reason why people sell their stocks is when the price has not gone up, especially when they've bought it for quite a while. Many times we hope the universe acknowledges the fact that we now own a particular company by the commencement of a vicious bullish run in it. Unfortunately, the real world doesn't work like this. The specific factors that cause the gap between the underlying intrinsic value and the undervalued price of a company are not known. The only thing we can be certain about is that the market will eventually recognize the error and close the gap. When this will happen is left to our imagination. In 1955, the United States Congress asked Benjamin Graham about the factors that were responsible for the closure of this gap between the intrinsic value and an undervalued price, and I'll quote his response. Quote, This is one of the mysteries of our business, and it is a mystery to me as well as to everyone else. We know from experience that eventually the market catches up with the value. It realizes it in one way or another. End of quote. If you have bought a company using all our recommended buy discipline, there is nothing to fear, well, except fear itself. Sit tight and do not act rashly. Monish Pabrai, one of the gurus I follow, says if you enjoy watching paint dry, you will do well in investing. And what he means by this is the ability to sit still and patiently is indispensable to the value investor. Charlie Munger says, quote, The big money is not in the buying and selling, but in the waiting. End of quote. And with that, I draw the curtains on this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Keep your questions coming in. And just to give you some heads up, hopefully the next time you listen to this podcast, the audio quality should be much, much better. Fingers crossed. Alright, thank you for listening. See you same time next week. Have a lovely week ahead. Bye.